Howdy. Yo. That's all you came up with? <laughs> I, I don't know. Last time I said what up and I can't, I'm trying not to do two in a row, so. Anyway, welcome to Wed Talks. I'm Jess. I'm Evan. And I'm Mike. Awesome. Here we are. Once again. <laughs> we are here and you are here with us. Oh, Mike has gotten me hooked on Big Brother. And if anybody knows yeah. me, I've never been a reality TV person. Like, are you hooked, really? Though you're you're still getting there. I mean, I'm only three episodes in. Yeah, it's tough, but it's yeah. I'm a little invested now. Like, and then it doesn't help because the cameras are running at Big Brother all the time. <laughs> so then Mike sends me the down, down a rabbit hole last night as he like sends me live streams of them in the house and then i'm like oh you just watch people watch like <laughs> i mean we have cameras in our house you could just watch <laughs> i don't want to watch us we're just watch over sleep boring and not pretty <laughs> speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> so big brother is a little bit of a commitment uh it's on three nights a week at least yeah he didn't tell me that going yeah in. Um, so they're in the house 24 seven being recorded, uh, microphones everywhere. Um, so there's just so much content that they have to, you know, pretty much show you three days a week worth of the stuff. Yeah. So there are competitions and then people get voted out of the house. That's the basic concept. I already have people I don't like. Yeah. So you learn to love and hate people in the house. There's social strategies, et cetera, where this is, this is season 22 and I've been watching, this will be, I think my sixth or seventh season watching. So I came in a little bit late compared to some of the big brother fans. I also learned I would be terrible at this game. (laughs) Just awful, horribly awful because I can't fake my emotions or my face. And there's so much faking. And you have to be social. (laughs) And you have to be social. I mean, I can be social with people I like, but the problem is if I don't like people, I can't be social with people I don't like. Yeah, you'd you'd probably get put up very fast. Yeah, I would. I would. (laughs) I would. Mike would, like, win the game, though. Yeah, I might be pretty good at it. Yeah, I think you would. (laughs) If I went on Big Brother, I would win it or get second place. No, you would not. You underestimate me. You're not that likable. There's no way. I will suddenly transform myself into a likable person. (laughs) That is not happening. You should see the rapport I have with people at work. I hope to God you sign up for Big Brother Season 23 just to prove me right. Because I I will prove you wrong. Oh, no, no. You are not making it to the final two. There's no way. You're making my audition tape. Okay. This is happening. Goodbye for however long you're in the fucking house for because uh, I, I know how could to be three months. survive reality TV shows. Mm. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> nope. Nope. And the competitions. You got to do all the competitions. And you're a pretty competitive athletic individual, but mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he could have run on those little stumpies. Well, and... the, the the competitions they vary them so that different types of people are can, can actually compete because it's a it's a wide range of people that go on Big Brother, um, from their physical fitness to their 
actual like athletic abilities and their like intelligence basically. So the competitions sometimes are more physical and sometimes they're more mental. Yeah. So I have a good well-rounded person that's equal parts intelligent and athletic. I'd be pretty well, good. I think you're maybe like 60/40 intelligent <laughs> athletic. I think you'd be pretty good. I mean, well, compared to like the general public, you know. Yeah, no, like, that's true. I do. I don't think he could have run across those stumps in 22 seconds, but no. he could have rode the banana. <laughs> I should. I should specify. People are so confused right now. <laughs> I should specify that I have not seen one minute of the show yet. I'm confident that I get <laughs> second or first place in such a competition. Oh God. There's, there's just so many more nuances to it, like in the social game and, and strategizing and yeah. all that stuff. And but. it really took till last night's episode for me to like realize, okay, there's a lot of backyard dealings and handlings going on Did here. Did you say backyard dealings? Yeah, I don't know. That- <laughs> there is a backyard in the Big Brother house, so that does make sense. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it made me last night. I was like, okay, I would definitely fail at this game because I can't talk shit about someone behind their back and then not show it on my face (laughs) to their face. Yeah, you don't talk shit behind people's backs. You just talk shit. I just talk it to your face. Like, if I don't like you, you know I don't like you. (laughs) I can pretend, and that's why I would go further. You're not as Mm. good at pretending as you think that you are, though. Oh, yeah. I mean,. Look at me. I'm friends with everybody at work. Because you like everybody. That's what they think. No. (laughs) Now we're going to talk to Kristen Grady of Grady Letters. I'm Kristen Grady. Um, I am the creative behind Grady Letters. It is a calligraphy, we'll say business, that I have teamed up with my husband, um, Matt. Uh, He does a lot of my craftsmanship, if you will, because I can't do math and work a, I don't know, a handsaw to save my life. So uh, he always has to make sure that my measurements are are legitimate before anything touches any sort of tool. Um, And we, we provide... Everything from envelopes to invitations to welcome signs and seating charts, um, you name it. We will try to come up with a way to make it happen, um, and we love a challenge. I love writing on literally any surface that I can, so uh, I won't I won't back down from certain, definitely won't back down from that kind of obscure project. That's awesome. So essentially somebody could come to you at the start of getting like invitations and save the dates and just stay with you pretty much for every signage throughout the entire wedding. And that's really kind of awesome. Exactly. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit because I think that people kind of forget about what kind of signage to have at weddings. So do you kind of consult with people on that? Like you... Like, not only do you need a welcome sign, but you probably should have, like, directional signs of, like, you know, ceremonies yeah. over here <laughs> or, like, cocktail and barley. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think a lot of couples try to make everything as easy as possible for their guests, but I think sometimes it's, it's hard to think about everything you could possibly need. Um, so 
definitely, you know, you've got your welcome sign that says welcome to our wedding. Um, but then also everyone loves a good unplugged ceremony sign these days because that's, of course, you guys get it. Yeah, that's especially the last us. Thing you, want. Uh, you don't want a bunch of people standing up with their phones. Yeah. Um, so I think the unplugged ceremony sign has really taken off as well. But you never know how spread out a venue is. Um, especially on my end of things. Um, so I, I always like to ask, is everything centrally located? Are you guys, are you, is your ceremony in one spot and maybe your reception or cocktail hour is completely different? Um, I've attended a wedding where I had to walk like a mile and a half to get to the ceremony spot. <laughs> um, and walking back, I was like, wait, where are we going? Like, you're just kind of following like the drones of people. Um, but when you have that sign, not only does it look good, um, but it, it helps direct your guests to the key parts of your event, um, you know, especially cards and gifts. Or if you're doing like signature drinks at the bar, it's a really fun way to show your guests what they can order and maybe what the bride's favorite drink is or, um, you know, what craft beers everybody likes to drink. Um, so I just think it's a, a really fun and interesting way to tie everything in. And then you also have that continuity. Um, where if everything looks the same, I think everything, I'm partial to that. Yes. Everything just looks that much better because everything's cohesive. Yes, I agree. Yeah, so does the couple typically come to you with the style that they kind of want? Or maybe sometimes they look to you to be a, a lot more creative and just kind of push the vision in your own way? I would say it definitely goes both ways. Some couples have absolutely no creative vision at all. Um, other couples are definitely, I want rustic or I want super classic and very clean. It definitely depends on how hands-on the couple is at that current moment. Um, a lot of times I find that the earlier on in the planning, the more of a vision a couple will have. Um, as things get closer to their actual wedding date, I think it's kind of like, a, do whatever you think is going to look good because <laughs> I can't. I can't go there in my mind right now. Yeah. Um, so I think the earlier in the planning process, definitely makes things a little bit uh, easier to actually draw that out of the couple. But um, I love creative rain. And I think that's really fun for me because somebody's trusting me enough to do what I think is going to look good. And obviously you learn a little bit about the style of their wedding. So, you know, you learn kind of what will fit. You're not, you're not going to put like a modern font at a, at a barn rustic wedding. So it's like, exactly. Kind of trust you with that. I'm a huge fan of a Pinterest board. I'm like, you've got to have something on Pinterest, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like you've got to be able to share something with yeah. me. And the surfaces that the signs go on play a huge role in the, in the style of it. So what kind of, what yeah. has been um, some of your favorite types of surfaces to, to work with and maybe others that are a little more challenging? Definitely love anything and everything wooden. Um, I'm I had a kind of a rustic vibe at my wedding, so I consider it home, I guess. But one of the coolest projects I've ever done, actually I'm working on right now, is a whiskey barrel. Um, so mm. the top of the whiskey barrel has a couple, um, it's basically like a monogram. Um, it has their, the first initial of their last name and their last name and their wedding date. Um, so that's been really fun. Um, anything that I can use a marker on rather than paint is <laughs> definitely more fun for me. I don't feel like I have as steady as a, of a hand with a paintbrush, but um, definitely something that I'm working on. The whiskey barrel actually is, has been painted. So that's been pretty fun. Um, but also 
very nerve-wracking because you only get one shot. Sometimes mirrors can be a little bit challenging to write on because it's a mirror, um, and you can actually see at certain angles, you can actually see the underside of what you're writing, if that makes sense, the letter. Um, so that can be a little funky uh, in, at certain angles and um, definitely trying to kind of maneuver your way around the piece. Um, I have a huge mirror that I rent out for seating charts that can, depending on where I'm writing on it, it can certainly pose a challenge. You need a lot of space for those larger items. You're also staring yourself in the face like while you're doing this yeah. too. So that's yeah. kind of weird. like 12 yeah. hours of writing. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It can be challenging when you try to get a work in progress photo because you're like, oh, I'm actually, I have to be in this. Yeah. So how do I? <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Sip and Script. Yeah. So I signed on with Sip and Script in uh, January. Um, so we go around to different different venues and we teach traditional calligraphy so it's dip pen or ink and nib calligraphy um so it's it's kind of kicking it back to old school um it's really fun uh, we also can teach rush lettering i haven't gotten into that yet obviously haven't gotten into much because we're not really going out to places up in this area but it's been super fun um we have beginners classes um we get a all the supplies that you need are included in your ticket. Uh, so you get your nibs, your pen, um, all of your ink, um, and then some paper as well and practice sheets. Um, and we get two alphabets at our in-person classes. So those are awesome because it's literally everything that you need in order to one, learn on the spot and to um, go home and continue to practice everything yours to keep at the end of the class. It's a fun way to learn a new hobby really. Yeah. Yeah, and you do it at, like, breweries and places like that, right? Yeah. The venues are awesome, yeah. Um, I had I was so bummed when COVID hit. I had, like, I don't know, like, six brewery classes lined up, and I was so excited for them, <laughs> and then COVID happened, and we had to postpone all of them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we go around different restaurants, wineries, breweries. Um, sometimes you'll see us in boutique shops um, up in Portsmouth. There's quite a few boutique shops that um, we like to – teach classes at so those are really fun too i would love that i'm always like i would love yeah yeah you definitely would i really yeah see, <laughs> see mike i don't even have to explain oh, it's so fun. Yeah. mike knows <laughs> yeah, once we get back into it you guys are gonna have to come to a class definitely yeah it would be so fun i mean i have terrible handwriting just like even <laughs> writing my thank you notes to my couples i'm like oh this looks so unprofessional but this is just how i write so i'm not much better the best you're worse. <laughs> the best part about calligraphy, you don't need to have pretty handwriting. Yeah. Um, it's it's completely different. So it's really cool because you some like my husband can do it and he's a lefty and he has terrible handwriting. Like he writes like a doctor. Um and you know, he can he can do this calligraphy stuff just like you know, just like anyone else can. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it doesn't look anything like your writing. So it's really neat to see the difference between your normal everyday handwriting and your pretty calligraphy yeah. writing uh word through the grapevine is that you just became an llc uh tell us a little bit about that process and you know maybe the decision that you made to to take that next step i had some help a little bit of coaching i guess my brother-in-law is an accountant so i was talking to him about it um making the jump from a dba to an llc um it was really easy in new hampshire uh literally everything was online so i just had to create an account and log in and 
fill out all of the information about what I, you know, what we do and what we wanted our name to be. And thankfully, nobody else had it. So it worked out really well. It was so much easier than I thought it was going to be. Um, and really, the I guess the push behind that is I have no idea what I'm going to do, um, expecting twins and going back to work and all of those crazy things. I didn't know you were expecting twins. I'm pretty sure I told yeah, you that I don't the other think day, you told me yeah. that. So oh crazy. God. Congratulations. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. Um, so a lot of this kind of predicated on I need to be able to bring in some sort of income and, you know, what's, what's the best way to do this. And I think um, expecting twins and having all of the uncertainty surrounding it, you don't really kind of have that, like, okay, they're coming, you know, on this day or around this time. Everything's kind of like this weird general timeline, but the timeline is like eight weeks long. So that's, you can't plan for two months of your life. Um, So it's been, it's been a lot of kind of figuring out, okay, what is life after they're here look like um so working full-time now obviously I don't really want to have to go back to work full-time once they're here um so how do I really make the most of Grady letters now that I'm potentially going to be a stay-at-home mom Um, I'll probably go back to work in some regard but I don't think I'd go back 40 hours yeah, so where do you usually get the most of your inquiries uh, from Instagram or just word of mouth? I would have to say that most of it's actually been social media recently, especially not being able to be out and about teaching the sip and script classes because um, that's huge too. We get a lot of oh, true, yeah, yeah. a lot of couples come to those classes um, and you know then they realize that maybe they don't want to address their envelopes anymore, so um, I can do it for them. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of like a that was a good way, you know, when I signed on, obviously, and I still feel this way, but signing on with them was, I was hoping to reach kind of more of a cold market, if you will. Um, mm. And I'm sure that once we're back in teaching in class, in in-person classes again, then definitely will happen. But lately, the most of the inquiries have actually been Facebook and, and Instagram. What's the craziest project you've done so far? I did a, a guest buoy. Oh. For a couple. Oh. That was pretty cool. He's a lobster man. Um, and so they wanted, instead of a guest book, we did a guest buoy. Oh, um, so that was cool. pretty cool. That's really cool. That is awesome. I love when people think outside the box and, and do things that are more like original and Yeah, more like personalized personal to, them, yeah. to them. Yeah, that's great. Exactly. That's really cool. Yeah, he's a lobster man. So that was really neat. <laughs> I guess it was either that or a lobster trap, but oh <laughs> a little bit more difficult. I know we couldn't, we couldn't figure out. I was like, we have to put your cards in a lobster trap, then oh, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. we couldn't figure out how to turn the lobster trap into a, a like a guest book. <laughs> <laughs> Too many holes, I guess. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. Thank Happy. you for having me. Oh, of course. Bye. 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 Every week, we'll be doing a pro tip. This week's pro tip will be sponsored by Handyman Charlie. If you paint have the time, hire Charlie. This episode's pro tip. 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 Take your tip from us. Just the pro tip. Relax your schedule. Build in plenty of time for travel and breaks. 
love you. What a great episode, guys. We learned a lot about signage. We did. I like the idea of hiring somebody like Kristen because she'll help you think a little bit outside the box. Like she said, the whiskey barrel and the yeah. and the buoy. Yeah, no, creative energy is great. Yeah. And those sip and script classes sounds pretty fun. I know. I'm ready to do one as soon as we're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so who are we talking to next episode? Petal and ink. Yay, we'll learn about flowers. My favorite thing in the world. Flowers. <laughs> Stay tuned. Outro music. <laughs>